Hello, welcome to the Lala Show. This is episode five of our weekly podcast about Chinese entertainment. So today, I wanted to start out with kind of a breaking news. This literally happened on August second、um, on Weibo. So, a do you remember when I first told you about Zhang Ruoyun?、Mm-hmm. I said I really liked him, right? But、mm-hmm. then I was really sad because he had a girlfriend,、mm-hmm. right? Her his name her name is Tang Yixing. So for I think they've been together for a really 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 long time, like years and years, but they've never confirmed it or out outed themselves because they've been like photographed and like people have always speculated, but they've never said anything. But on August second, Zhang Ruoyun posted a photo of them together and、oh、she was kissing、my. him. It was so cute. Like it was like it was like everybody was like, "Oh my god, the not so secret is not a secret anymore." You know, because it's always been like a known thing, but they've just been really low key about it. And now he's like finally admitted it. So then everybody's like, "Well, what is making him admit it now? Is like, is there like a future going on? Is are they getting married? Like, what is going on? You know?" But I just thought it was really really cute. How long have they been together? I don't know, but like plus five plus years. Dang. Maybe even ten. Like they were like they were Loki together like a very long time, even when both of them were even famous remotely.、Mm-hmm. So it's always been like a running thing where people were trying to get them to admit it because they've been photographed like in and out of hotels and they've been photographed together holding hands or whatever. Or like、um, people have been because like in Huar Yu Sao Nian they did a segment where they filmed in Zhang Ruoyun's house.、Mm-hmm. And they kept trying to find like little pieces here and there that resembled Zhang Tang Yixing's like photos,、mm-hmm. like her selfies and stuff. Like the background, they're like, "Oh, this resembles this corner of this person's、oh、house." Like、gosh. they kept trying to find these like little like evidence,、uh-huh. but now it's like finally an open thing. Which I mean, I don't know. That says something. Wow! Congratulations、Great. to them. You know, I'm excited. But、um, on the topic of Dong Ruoyun, though. I'm very very disappointed that he's in a web series. Are you disappointed that he's in a web series, or are you just dis- are you like you know just the fact that he's in a web series or that particular? No, I'm disappointed of this web series in particular. <laughs> oh my god! So if you watch it, it's called Intouchable.、Um, Intouchable. Intouchable with an I. With an I. I researched this. This is what it says, and then it's called Nan Shen Zhi Shi Tuan. Okay. It's like a it's a um like a manhwa,、uh-huh. like a manga series, like an anime series、uh-huh. that they brought to real life. That's fine. So I don't know about you, but I've never been a fan of anime and never、uh-huh. been a fan of manhwa because、uh-huh. I just think it's so exaggerated and so ridiculous sometimes. It just it's not for me. Like I think it's kind of crazy. So I don't know. The web series itself is just so like it's too shaoxian rou and like oshan and like oh my god, like all these guys around this girl and they're like they do magical things. Like there's zombies involved and like、magical、magic、things? involved and it's just it's so like childish. <laughs> it's really not for me. I mean, I think that there. I I don't think that. All adaptations of manhwa are bad because there's some like classics out there that like you know,、um, uh, what is it called? Hanakimi and Meteor Shower. No, wait, is Meteor Shower Mars? Is, is Meteor Shower a manga? <gasps> okay, so those those I'm fine with. 
Yeah, but I think it's just <laughs> like, you know, know it's, it's kind of like when you're talking about adaptations of anime or manga, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, you know, it depends on the quality of the original work. I don't think that it, okay, just yeah. because it's an adaptation is going to be bad because there's tons of pretty good ones out there. Like, okay, fine. This is not one of them. Yeah. It started with a kiss. Did I mention that one? It started with a kiss is definitely, oh. yeah. See, that's kind of cute. Like, but this is just ridiculous. You, you need to, like, at least watch it. I couldn't get through, like, the first episode. I was just like, why are you in this? You are, you are a somewhat good known actor now. You don't need to be in this, like, at all. Interesting. And then, okay, so my thing also with this is I hate um, overly dubbed dramas. Like, when, when it's, like, very obvious that it's dubbed, mm-hmm. like, the sound and the actions and the mouth mm-hmm. and the actors don't make sense together. Mm-hmm. This was one of them. This was one of them. I feel like aren't, aren't web series, like, aren't they usually not dubbed? But this one is. Because they're usually more low budget, right? So that's surprising. But I like not dubbing. It's, so, yeah. it's more realistic and it's more, like, to the actual actor. Like, they're able to show more of themselves in it. Yeah. But dubbing just makes it so fake. Yeah. And, like, again, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I'm very sad for him. Like, he does not need this. Like, what are they paying him to be in this? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, some web series that are, like, low budget are still, like, really good. Like, I remember... Yeah, no, I agree. I've seen some good web series. This is just, like, again, not one of them. Yeah, I don't want to get too sidetracked, but, like, I, um... There was one that I watched called, like, The Ferryman or something. It was um, Mm. about this guy who could see dead people. Have oh. you ever seen that one? It's pretty no. good. I think there's supposed to be a second season, but I heard it's really scary, so I don't know. What's it called in Chinese? I don't remember. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's this really long title. It's like the ferryman, the ferryman, something something of spirits. It's scary. It's uh, some of the episodes are creepier than others, but I mean, I don't like scary things, and I thought it was acceptable. But then, I don't know, because I haven't seen the second season. There might even be a third season by this point, but I haven't seen them. That reminds me of Wu Xin Fa Have you seen that one? Um, it's also a web series, but it's like he's, it's about a super, it's about supernaturals, like dead, not, yeah, dead people, spirits, and spirit hunters. And he's like, he's an immortal, but he's good. Like his blood can kill spirits, like evil spirits. Oh. Um, it's not it's not scary scary, but it is very it's it's pretty interesting and it's actually pretty mel- pretty well made for like a web series. I wonder if and we're actually talking about the same web series and I just I don't, don't know think the so. Name. <laughs> because that long name is I don't think that Wushin Fasa had that long of a name. Well, it's just the English name because I I can't remember the Chinese names of things unless they're really but easy. But you said to it remember. was something long. No, the English name is something really long. No. I don't think Wushin Fasa can be translated into anything long. It was like fairy, because it was like, yeah, you know, the know. fairy between the spirit world and the human world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and also on the topic of Oshangju, I uh, remember how I told you I was trying to get into uh, My Mr. Mermaid. Oh, God. <laughs> so I started watching like the beginning and then I already gave up because I was like, <laughs> well, because the girl's really cute. And I was like, oh, I this looks like you. a cute, like feel good drama. But then I was like, oh. I just feel kind of ancient when I watch like student dramas. No, dude, dramas. I think we're I think we're too old for Oshangju right now. Like, no, we're like, no, I think we're over. I'm fine with like Oshangju that like I think 
where the characters are older but it's like they're like college Didn't students or whatever uh-huh. i'm like oh because like, i feel like there's not a big difference between college um stories and and high school stories like they all just seem like the setting is they're just very uh-huh. young and it's just hard yeah. and the boys aren't cute enough if if one of if the main character was cuter then i would be on that i train. don't know it's just the acting and like the editing and the making of those things make me cringe now like it's not like when they keep doing bidongs oh i hate bidongs yeah when they keep doing that and keep zooming into each other's eyes and keep like making lovey-dovey things like oh my god (laughs) stop i mean bidongs are like actually if something like that happened to you in real life it's semi-violent you know (laughs) like honestly realistically like it's like you know it's a marker of of a you know physical violence <laughs> or like assault you mean assault potential right because if if you're if you're like you know especially if they're not your boyfriend it's just this random dude on the street that's the thing just... it, it has to be like someone you either really like romantically or is your boyfriend if it's something someone random and they did that to you it's like just punch him in the balls <laughs> <laughs> no but it's like if it's even if it's someone you're into like imagine mm. this guy right like if you just had this big ass guy shove you up against the wall that's not romantic that's terrifying in real life that's terrifying and it's also potentially an indicator of future like you know domestic <laughs> violence honestly it is and like romanticizing that kind of behavior is not it's not good <laughs> well you know obviously we don't have that so new she yeah yeah okay okay well yeah that was my bit about Zhang Ruin. congrats congrats yay um going into Kuala Da Benying I th- uh, they have like what four episodes of this whole prolonged 20th anniversary thing right mm-hmm and then we touched already upon that first one where it was Chen Weiting, Huang Zitao, and um, Zhao Li, mm-hmm. right? Um, so then the second episode is with uh, it was Tia Boys. No, second right? episode was uh, Zhu Zishao and. Oh, just kidding. Uh, Wei Da Xun was it Wei Da Xun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who else? Bao Bear. Bao Bear. Sun Jian, Han Gen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, them. So it's like they're old, the people that have basically been on that show for the most amount of times, which isn't, I don't think that's really, really true because I feel like there's a no. lot more that have been yeah. like longer, right? There have been. There have been. There has to be. Yeah, there definitely have been. Like, for I example, Yang Di. <laughs> <laughs> well, recently, yes, that's very true. But if you're just counting oh. the number of times they've appeared, I'm pretty sure Yang Di would beat. A lot of them, like Shen Tong. Some of them, like what? A, like there's like two people who've been there like what four times, and like there's like a but dozen people that've been there four times. Sun Jian is always on there though. He was he's like their beitai. <laughs> he he is he is he was always always on there. Yeah, and what else didn't make an impression on you? Um, I'm I'm actually trying to remember what he does in that episode, so I think it's safe That's to so say sad. not really. No, I mean I think um yeah I still don't I don't think I've changed my opinion about him not being um humble enough anymore. Oh, <laughs> did he make That's an impression okay. on you? I mean, not really, but you know, I I mean, I still kind of not that I vouch for him, but I do. I still. Um, stick to my comment about him kind of just embracing the fact that he's a big-headed jerk now. 
But yeah. yeah. And then Zhu Zixiao, right?、Mm-hmm. He was like MIA for the longest time. Yeah, I was surprised to see him because I hadn't seen him in such a long time. And then I was like, "Why am I surprised to see him? He used to be on variety shows all the time." And then I was like, "Have I seen him recently?" And then I was like, "No." And then he was saying that he like recently produced his own、uh, drama or something, right? Like he's a producer、hmm. instead. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if he. I don't know. I don't know what he's been up to, but I guess he maybe has moved to more behind-the-scenes work, or he's getting bigger roles. Because, like, I remember he was kind of not—he's not like a really top actor.、Mm-mm. Like when they first started out, Liu Xinhua and like those four people, he was the least famous out of all of them, and he kind of had to. I feel like he was kind of pushed into the role of being like a semi-comedian and going into these、mm-hmm. variety shows and kind of like gaoshao like that. Gaoshao,、yeah. the 成员 he kind of pushed into that role because the other three were like a lot more famous and a lot more handsome, and you know, he's pretty so, handsome. Now at least, yeah. But compared to compared to your Wei Chen, I think honestly, if you're just talking about like looks, looks, Zhu Zixiao is probably more like the model handsome. But Wei Chen, I is, don't think so. I love Wei Chen. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> Okay. Well, anyways, just just by that, like we already know he's not the top priority. I mean, then,、uh, as we've established, no one was gonna beat Wei Chen, except Xiao Wu, maybe. Yeah. On a good day, on a good hair day. Hmm. <laughs>、uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel like it's really interesting. He kind of went MIA for like a really long time, and then comes back as this like super serious guy. Like he,、yeah. like completely different. I mean, kind of want to know now. What kind of made him change, you know? But this goes back to what we've been talking about: how like people's personality on a variety show is not necessarily their personality in real life. Because I think maybe true, but like you can't really fake it that much. Like if,、yeah. even if it's you think about like yeah, you can. It's it could be different, but how much of that, you know? But maybe it's like. Maybe he's like out of practice, kind of like how I have a social voice and a social face or whatever. Uh huh. No, but、like、he decided to not、people. to go on variety shows. Not that he didn't have a chance. Like he、mm. decided to stop showing up. I thought it was because he got to the point where he didn't need to go on variety shows anymore. No, because well, I mean, look at Sun Jian. Does he have a need? He has no dramas out. He's just on there. Young Li、no, as no, well. No. I think that's the thing. Like, if, even if you don't have dramas, if you're in a place where you want to get exposure, right? Like, that's people go on variety shows to get exposure. That's why you don't see like. Fan Bingbing on like variety shows all the time because she doesn't super need exposure, but I think with like a rookie actor, yeah. So why does he not want exposure? He decided not to have it. Yeah, that's why. I that's why I assumed that he had gotten to a point where he was famous enough, or maybe he's like doing enough I, as a producer. I don't think so. I don't. Maybe he's、so. maybe he moved into producing. I don't know. Yeah, but even with that, it's like you could be on the shows to promote what you're producing. Yeah, I don't know. It's like you, that name has basically been out of the, like the face of the earth. It's not like like even if you were a star producer, you would still go on variety shows to be like, okay, hey, I'm promoting the show because I produced it. This is true. Like directors too,、mm-hmm. right? Like with、um, Su Youpeng and everyone who's directed but not actually in the movie, he comes to promote it because he directed it. Yeah. So like even if you're back behind the scenes, you're still somewhat of a famous person. You would still want to be. Promoted and exposed, and I feel like he just kind of chose not to and like stop completely,、mm-hmm. and then go behind the scenes, which makes sense. But like he just doesn't want to go variety shows anymore. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just thinking, well, what happened? Yeah. You know? I mean, he probably got to a point where something in his... Yeah, like some kind of yeah. event triggered his emotions. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. But, okay. Yeah, the last time I saw him was in that uh, a drama Demon Girl, which I actually didn't Demon end up Girl. watching. Yeah. It was maybe that like That sounds last like a year. cringy anime <laughs> thing. I don't know. I don't know. Because I think I watched the trailer. I didn't actually watch the drama. I watched the trailer because I was like, I don't understand what this drama is about. And then I watched the trailer and I still didn't understand what the drama was about. But I, <laughs> I, I like really, I can't commit to dramas like past five episodes, I feel like. So I very rarely try. Wow. Yeah, I used to watch dramas a lot. But then now I have, I don't know. I feel like you really have to be like, you really have to hook me in. And most of the time after the fifth episode, it's just not as good. That's true. Yeah. But speaking of Happy Camp, I thought it was really sad that uh, Nana was not there because she like sprained her leg. I know. She would have been so much fun. I mean, this was the 20th anniversary and she had to miss it. Yeah. So sad. But I also feel like probably her injury is a lot more serious than people than, than they were all like making it out to be because she seems like the kind of person that would just come regardless. Yeah. I mean, just sit in a wheelchair. Nobody cares. Right? Yeah, but I th- I think the thing is, it was probably serious enough that she couldn't just sit in a wheelchair the whole time. Right, that's... I know. I don't... Right, because then I'm otherwise, so I think she would have done it. Yeah, no, no, she would have. Yeah. So I hope she's okay. Yeah, same. Mm, I thought it was really cute when they were showing, like, fans of Happy Camp and, like, uh, they were like, oh, this one fan has a collection of all the episodes that we have ever recorded and it turned out that it was Hulash's dad. I know. That's so sweet. Yeah. But, I mean, if you think about it, like, what a loving dad. Like, what a loving family Mm -hmm. because Hulash was, what is he, like, a doctorate in Arabic language or something? Is he a doctor or does he just have, like, a master's or bachelor's? I don't know. I know he used to teach, but I don't know what the what the qualifications for that are. But even so, he spent his whole life like studying Arabic. Arabic. Yeah, Arabic. And then he all of a sudden became a host of like a comedy like comedy show. Like, like can you imagine like your like if your family basically put you on this path to, to succeed in like this hun like one ming and one qing the lu xian, and then all of a sudden you're becoming like a superstar. <laughs> It's kind of a weird turn. I wonder how that happened because I think, like, I remember him talking about it on Tian Tian Shang Shang when mm-hmm. he was there to promote his movie, mm-hmm. and he was mm-hmm. saying like he actually was teaching like while when he start for, like when he first started hosting, he was still teaching on the side. So I kind of mm-hmm. wonder like where where did he get on that path and how, like how he kind of. I mean, I don't really want to because he did say a lot of these things. I just have to like recap on it, but. It's definitely like a tur- like a series of events where he was really lucky. He got introduced by like he basically knew the right people who mm-hmm. took him to the right places, and they really liked him. So then it kind of just sparked from there, and he did a really good job. So um, I mean, I don't know exactly who or what show kind of brought him, but I think it was just like a really lucky turn of events, which is cool because it's also a lucky turn of events for everybody else because mm-hmm. we love him now. It's true. You know? Even when they were doing the tu cao segment, no one had anything to tu cao about him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so also the funny thing from that segment is Wu Xing. Like, they're like, we can't give her any, like, performance and songs <laughs> anymore after uh, Ichi Yao Bai because it's like everything just turns out to be funny. 
always wuxing style. And like she can't wave. The fact that、uh-huh. she can't wave, they're like, you just look like a stiff board. <laughs> But I liked how afterwards Hai Tao and Wei Jia both did it, and they did it better than she did. Exactly. It's like、uh, she's so funny. She's like an awkward like child. But yeah, I actually I was watching this、uh, appearance she did on. I think it was called. Or no, I don't know. Some talk show, and then、mm-hmm. she was talking about how hard it was for her because for the first like five years that she was on Kuala Lumping, people thought she was like useless and stupid and stuff, and so、yeah. she felt really awful. And she always had to pretend to be cutesy, and then、yeah. it made her feel really uncomfortable. But I feel like after after all of this, like all of Wuxin's solo activities. I have a lot、mm-hmm. more appreciation for Wuxin as a person, even though like she's never been like a standout host. But, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like Carla Dabney is basically her life. Yeah, right. Like without her, that, I, I mean, not to say like what else would she do, but I can't really imagine her, you know, like hosting really like a show of her own or. Working with other people. Oh no! You know,、then. you know what though? She said if she hadn't signed the contract for Kuala Dabingying, she would have gone on to get a PhD and taught at a university. What? And she she majored in like French or something. <gasps> what? Yeah, I've never heard her speak French. I haven't either. But she, I think she like I think I remember like she like majored in French. So she's actually like she said she was she used to be really really good at school. Wow! So she might have ended up just、I、being like a really pretty professor.、That. Yeah. <gasps> wow!、Right? I cannot that never get that image. I can never get the image of her like teaching a class. It's weird. Well, I mean, I think it's you know situational, and the way the person you become depends on like your experiences, right? So I don't think that she, I think she would maybe like her personality wouldn't be the same if she hadn't been on Kuala Lumping and if she hadn't、yeah. gone into like academia. Right. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. True. 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 Okay, but also about Wuxing, they made a comment of well, like when she was on that segment with um, Zhou Dongyu and Ma Sichun,、mm-hmm. and that other Luren who I did not know was Wang Fei's daughter, <laughs> but apparently is <It's> Wang Fei's daughter. <laughs> yeah, but on that segment in the beginning, they made a comment about her being in Midnight Diner and that everybody was like. Dissing her for her acting skills、mm. and like the whole eating ramen thing, and they're like, "Wow, you're so exaggerated!" Da da da.、Mm-hmm. And then like they were like, "Oh, somebody came to her at the airport because she was eating ramen noodles, and somebody came up to her and said, 'You you still have the guts to eat ramen noodles right now?'" <laughs> oh my god, it's so sad. It is. But then、really、again,、sad. I feel like it's kind of cool that they're bringing it up in the show, and like Halasu can kind of make it more like a lighthearted thing. Yeah, you know. But I mean, I just think it's funny because she gets like she gets too tall for like everything that she does. It's like Chen Feng on Tian Tian Shang Shang. Yeah. Yeah, I always feel bad for him. Well, honestly, I always feel bad for him, and I feel bad for Hai Tao because they're always the butt of the joke. And I think Wu Xin、yeah. is like you know is also pretty often the butt of the joke. Yeah. I think she's just. I I guess it's just not、uh, as. Severe, but it's still like you feel bad for them because that really is their role in the show for people to kind of make fun of them. Yeah, I mean, you kind of just have to have a really thick skin and、yeah. like to know that it shouldn't affect you. But like, how can it not? You know, at some point, it will affect you. 
Yeah, I wouldn't. I would never be able to do that. I would just be emo and sensitive. Be like, yeah. You know that um, Tumblr quote where it's like, if you ever feel like you're overreacting or being too sensitive, remember that Hans Christian Andersen once had someone give him like a little bit of like harsh feedback, and then someone found him crying face down in a puddle of dirt. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh-huh. like that's hilarious. Oh that's me. I'd be like <laughs> face down crying in a puddle of mud. <laughs> I'll be face down crying in a bowl of noodles. Oh my god, that's even better. That's better. That's a better way to live your life. That's what shi holes do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anything else on cloud Uh, I so I want to talk about Zhao Yuting's segment. Because <laughs> uh, yes. okay, I uh after you recommended uh Mark or not Mark Steiner Midnight Diner, um <laughs> I ended up watching Mark's daughter because I was like, oh okay. I guess it's time. It's time to like ready my emotions. I watched it in like the middle of the night, and I was just like crying in the middle of the night in like semi darkness, you know. And so, I I mean, it was like it was good, I guess. Like in terms of like pulling out heartstrings, it wasn't necessarily like great in terms of like framing and plot or whatever. But I think Mm -hmm. one thing that I did get out of that is that Zhao Yuting is really endearing. And so when I saw him on Kuala Dabing, I was like, oh yeah, he's like he's also a huge dork. Yeah. 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 It's kind of an awkward dork. Yeah, and his Chinese is really good for someone who's like, you know, an ABC or whatever. Supposedly lived overseas, yeah, yeah. a lot better than most ours. Most, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, most. But uh, yeah, and so then I was like, oh, this is this is cool. I like it's good. That, it's cool that he's a guest here. But then the segment was like, one hundred random people come to challenge Mark Chow, <laughs> and I was like, what? Where did this come from? It like doesn't fit in with any of the rest of the episode. And the guys, like the people participating, like barely get any participation time. Like they don't really have any screen time. And so I thought it was yeah, weird. Yeah, no, they just stood there. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was weird. I wonder why they did that. I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, the segments didn't really even make that se- much sense. And it wasn't really that interesting. Like none of it was really that interesting. And the whole like rapping freestyle sequence. Apparently, freestyling is like a really popular skill to have now, so everybody needs to learn it. I think it's it's mostly just that meme. It's that meme of Chris Wu asking me your freestyle, ma. <laughs> yeah, and then oh my god, and they were just basically reading off a script. But um, with freestyling, you guys should watch Dan Lun and Wang Dalu freestyling. I, Not that it's funny. I think I ended up like skipping past it because I started cringing so hard. Like right? I was like watching it, and then I was like, oh, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> it was so dumb, and then like literally, I. Literally, they were staring, like, on top of the screen. Like, you know how when you know somebody's looking at something, they're, like, staring above the, the audience because there's, like, monitors showing them the words. And it was like, oh, my God. But even with the monitors, they were still so bad. Like, they were very, very bad. Like, if, if, if you have monitors telling you how to rap or whatever, you'd expect that they would have done a little bit better. It's like the one segment in which Du Hai Tao actually shines. True. For some reason, he's like he's. I don't even know what to say about him. He's just he's funny, but then he knows how to rap. But then his he looks like that. So then you really can't put two and two together. I think it's just again the role that he's thrust in. Because if he did try to be underground and he didn't have this like reputation of being kind of like a jokery, like he could you know be like one of those contestants on. 
中国游戏啊。Maybe because I, I can't see I it now. Like now, I just want to laugh. I don't know that he would be good, right? But then he could, like, you could, you would take him seriously if he was just a random person off the street and he did something like that. Maybe that's true. That if he wasn't high tall. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't know who he was. Speaking of Wu Xin, uh, <laughs> have you caught up on Woman Shanghai? Ba, I I have I have, uh yes. Do you have thoughts you'd like to share? So I did watch the one where she visited him at Zhongguo Yoshiha, right? Yes. That oh was my、cute. god, she's so cute. She is so cute. <laughs> she's like all in a hoodie and like trying to be all hardcore. Yeah. It was so awkward and like again, like. We all knew that if she opened her mouth, that he'd already know it was her.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like sitting there and like he was he was like to act cool with his shades on and everything, and he's like, "What is going on?" <laughs> and then she turns around, he's like, "Oh my god!" And then he made that comment to the producers that she was his nation. <laughs> you know what that means? No.、Uh, well, I mean, I assumed right because、yeah. afterwards he, she was like, "Why does he always like sometimes every once in a while he just use like ancient terms." <laughs> Yeah, for a, for an ABC as well, his his Chinese vocabulary is very very adept. But yeah, neighbor meaning like your inside person,、mm-hmm. like inside household person,、mm-hmm. your wife basically.、Mm-hmm. That was cute. I、yeah. think. I mean, I think that they're cute still. I mean, I don't know how much I believe that they're romantically into each other, but I just think、yeah. that they're cute. You know, like their relationship、mm-hmm. is cute. Their interactions、yeah. are cute. Yeah. I mean, and he's very flirtatious with her. And at the end of that episode, he he like asks her if they、mm-hmm. can date for real or whatever, and I was like, okay, yikes, <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. And no, it has to be part of the show because it's like, you know, it's like scripted. It's definitely scripted. If you were to ask a question like that for realsies, you would ask it off camera. <laughs> yeah. Well, also because okay, so I also read the comments and like the、um, there was like. Talun about the whole show and everything.、Mm-hmm. They were saying how like she already knew that this was gonna happen.、Mm-hmm. So then when they were like massaging or whatever, and then he like suddenly grabs her hand, and then she was she said,、um, "Oh my god, are you gonna propose to me now?" Oh really? So thinking that she already knew that, like, kind of foreshadowing that there was going to be a proposal. I don't, re- I don't remember that part, but yeah, I mean, she has to know. Yeah, I mean, Wang—that's what Wang Yu are basically saying, and I'm just like, I don't really analyze that in depth. But I'm just watching a、yeah. show about them somewhat dating. Like, I'm not gonna analyze every single move, but I mean, I guess it is true that this is this has to be scripted. There's no way. Like, I mean, if you think about it, once they cut, they don't see each other for weeks. Yeah, and then they come back and then film this lovey dovey thing. There's like no way you can have that kind of like. Chemistry or like like for each other, you know. Especially, that's especially apparent with Wang O and Dao. Like it's apparent that they like barely know each other. It's apparent that it's very scripted. Oh, I mean, these shows always have to be. You know, like it,、oh、you watch、God. it and you have to have a willing suspension of disbelief in order to enjoy it. But at the end of the day, it's scripted and like. It's especially obvious for Wu Xin and Pan Weibo because then he didn't even have her Weixin. Like they weren't even friends on Weixin. Yeah, like they weren't even. They don't even talk. So that means that when they cut, they don't talk. Yeah, but like with the commentary with Wang Mingdao and Wang Ou is that they're just they sound like a really romantic Ou Shangju. 
Yeah. <laughs> like it's very it's it's too smooth or that it's too like there's too much heartfelt like dialogue where it's that's not something that two, when two people who just meet each other have that kind of conversations. Yeah. You know, it's like too well written and too well scripted for that to happen unless they truly 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 love each other but I, I mean, I doubt that because there's no actual case of anybody being on these shows actually becoming a couple, right? Like, not not to my knowledge. No, it'd be yeah. cute if it did happen, but I mean, I would want it to happen. Like, that's I think that's every viewer's like ultimate dream is that one of these couples would be together, but mm-hmm. then it never happens. So then that's how you know that it's scripted or that it's fake. But it's I sad mean, that it is. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that it works the best when you have like either two people who are very seasoned in variety or like good actors, right? Because then they can really sell yeah. it. That's why then, it just becomes yeah. like a drama, you know. Then it's not a reality show anymore. But it's a drama that pretends to be a reality show. Well, because it's not like all script, like it's not completely scripted, right? Like Wuxing can still say like funny things, like they can still yeah. say funny things, and like things like that but i think like you know the activities and stuff like the big stuff is definitely planned ahead of time i mean in real life though like it's not you wouldn't want or i mean i don't know you may you might want these things to happen but it's not as realistic to have giant events for this person you're dating like that doesn't happen like every day yeah it's not like but i'm talking about it's not every day take you to take you to thailand for no reason Right, and I'm gonna I'm gonna book this entire restaurant for no reason. Hire a band, sing you a song. Hire a band. Yeah, I mean, can you mm-hmm. imagine that happening in real life? Wouldn't you feel kind of overwhelmed and kind of confused? I'd be like, hey, let's get married right away so it can be a trophy wife. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if somebody if something like that happens every single day? You you better be rich, yeah. or they're not, and then you're just digging yourself into a financial hole. In debt. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, well, that's TV for you. Indeed. Speaking of TV, though, Will Pan is, Will Pan, Will Pan is getting a lot of screen time in, these days. In China? Have you noticed? Yeah. I mean, his new album is out. He has, like, two shows. No, he's on, like, three shows. More than three shows, maybe. He's on... Or something. Well, because he's on... Um, and then he's on mm-hmm. is he on any other shows he's on well I mean I don't know if you know but the new show that I saw him on was um, called Lai Ba Shongdi that sounds and vaguely on- familiar is that like running man well yeah go fighting is it go fighting no because go fighting is another show what's the name of that one <laughs> okay <laughs> Let me list this for you. Okay. So the show that he's on is Lai Ba Shongdi, and I think it just aired. I think there's like maybe two episodes out. Mm-hmm. And then that show has Chen Xiaodong, Pan Ohem, Bao Bear, and then some other Xiaoxian roles that I don't know of. Sun Jin is in it too. I like Sun Jin. Yeah. So the idea is it's like a band of guys who are Shongdi and they do all these activities, right? Are they actually the, friends though before, I, before we get Of course not. Because, okay. <laughs> like, Shungdi is supposed to be, like, you know, your, your like, BFFs. Well, no, I mean, that's... I mean, they'll probably become friends after the show, but they never... They probably never knew each other before the show. Okay, Bao Bear and Chen Xiaochun, you'd think they know each other? <laughs> they could. Well, on not? what level? They could. Why not? <laughs> um, yeah, so, but... Okay, so the funny thing about it is that the first... I clicked into it. It's the first episode. 
And like the very beginning is like the PD, the producer or director introduction about how the show is so different that it's never been done before that it's going to be like this revolution in Chinese TV. No. Um, <laughs> like, oh, I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, are you baffling? Like, just by the name itself, I can think about 10 other shows with the same exact name or like similar names, you know? Yeah, I don't even know the setup, but obviously I already thought about like three different shows or two. Exactly, it's the concept. Like, it's Ben Pao Ba, Shongdi, right? Ben Pao Ba concept. And it's, uh, there's like, what, Ji Xian Tiao Zan, 二十四小时, some, like, what else? Oh, there's that one. Tiao Zan Lian Mong, Gao Nen Sao Nen Tuan. Oh my god, there's so many. That one where you, um, you, like, there's like the, the people in like the security outfits that chase you. Oh, Something oh, yeah. Something yeah, yeah. Whatever, um, Quite oh, or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something like that. But there's so many of those shows. Yeah. And like they're they're all the same. Is it the same setup? Like, is it the same premise? Like they're playing some sort of a game. Yeah. Race at, race against yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if it wasn't the same setup, it's the same concept. It's like you have a band of people who are supposed to come together and like teamwork and play all these games and like. You know, there's probably going to be backstabbing, backstabbing involved and, like, guests coming on. It's going to be the same thing. It's just different mm-hmm. people, right? Great. Like, different band of brothers. And each show has their group name, like, Tuan Min, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. <laughs> and the audacity for them to say that it's different and new is just, like, it blows my mind. Different, new, exciting, amazing. <laughs> the only thing different about it is the different people in it. But, like... It's like there's so many out there. It's not new anymore. It was new when they copied Running Man, and now it's not new anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know? I don't know. Speaking of which, you know how I told you about Zhong Tanting, that Chinese mm-hmm. restaurant show? Mm-hmm. It's also a knockoff of a Korean show. Oh no! Was it also <laughs> in Thailand? Oh, I didn't watch it, but I saw a thing on Weibo where um they were like, um they were like. I thought we were banning Korea and then they showed like all these pictures of all these shows that oh have that were supposedly from Korea like show me the money and Chinese got mm. hip hop and like this show and I saw this show and I was like oh my god disappointing why did that not surprise me oh China China you need to learn to be more confident in your own abilities I know it's like you guys have China is probably like one of the biggest countries with the most amount of people yet yeah. no creativity I don't think there's no creativity, but maybe it's the fact that they want to bank on something that they know has had success in the past. Mm, I see. I mean, I feel like that's that's what it is. Because, like, with that many people, like, there have to be creative people there, right? It's just that maybe those people are not really getting a chance. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think you're right. Maybe they're just sticking with what they think works already and not giving. But then again, how many, like, real ideas have they had that? were i mean except for quite a dobbing <laughs> the fact that that show made 20 years is something that's something totally entirely different but like you know what other original idea have they had that worked I out know. well because i'm thinking about i think i was at like some sort of a seminar or panel or something a few years ago where someone mm-hmm. was saying in hollywood actually it's really hard to get anything original made like movies they always just want remakes because they know mm. it's going to make money and there's, yeah. there's going to draw in a specific, like, you know, a, a, at least a like minimum number of views. Right. Or, like, you know, so that's why there's, like, all these superhero movies because, you know, right. it's, like, a remake or an adaptation or whatever. So it's really yeah. hard to make original content in Hollywood. So 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if something similar is happening in China. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we should brainstorm some sort of a variety show idea, and then we can, you know, sell it to China. <laughs> okay. Well, chances are they might just steal it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, okay. given their track record. This is true. I just like I don't understand. Are they buying the copyright to these shows? I don't know. I mean, how do you buy a copyright of a country you banned? Are they still banned <laughs> though? Because、uh, from what I understand, after the impeachment of the South Korean, the previous South Korean president, like, isn't the new president like chill with China now? At least sort of. I have no idea. At least on the on the subject of the of the um of the missile system or whatever, not whatever it's called. I don't do politics. I don't either, which is why I don't even know what the name of the missile thing is. Some sort of tracking missile, something testing. It's okay. It's okay. We'll look it up. Someone else can tell us. Please tell us. <laughs> please do. Please help us become more、mm-hmm. educated or whatever. Do you want to go into our Rex and Rex for this week? Ah、uh, yes.、Um, do you want to go first or do you want to go first? Ah,、uh, let me go first because I'm gonna be like kind of serious and maybe like a little bit of a、Ooh. downer. <laughs> So this, week, okay. yeah, this week I have a W rec, and、uh, I think I, I'll I'll preface this by saying that in general I feel like when watching、uh, entertainment from a different country, you kind of have to. I guess some things you kind of have to let slide, like microaggressions and things like that, because, or at least I usually have to let it slide in order to、um, be able to enjoy things. So I mean,、uh, when we talk, we talk a lot about Zhongguo Yoshiha and like things like that, and I think that show in particular is very problematic for the way that it handles appropriation of Black culture and hip hop culture, which is you know primarily a part of Black culture.、Um, and you know, those are all kind of microaggressiony things. But I think this week I, I ran upon a macro aggression, like a pretty <laughs> large aggression.、Um, I was watching Superboy and Yangji.、Uh, we know from all the times I've mentioned him on this show that he has consistently underwhelmed me,、uh, and that I don't find him particularly talented. But I've never really been like upset by him. But this week or this past week,、uh, he did a cover of Twenty Four Karat Magic. By Bruno、mm-hmm. Mars, and、um, in the rap section, which I do not think was from the original song, I'm pretty sure that he wrote that rap or someone on his team or whatever wrote it. He uses the N word, and I just thought that it was really, it was really disappointing,、uh, really upsetting,、uh, and it, you know, like the fact that he used it, the fact that it was subtitled,、uh, and the fact that it wasn't censored at all, because it is a very Offensive word, and you know, I think that we—it's very easy to make excuses for Chinese entertainment to be like, well, they're in a different social context. Maybe they don't know as much about English language or about、um, where these words come from. But overall, I feel like when you are a big media company and you obviously have the resources to do research into other things that you might not know about.、Um, And just in general, like a word that offensive shouldn't have been allowed to air. It shouldn't have been. And I mean, honestly, Yangji should have known better. 
because it's not a word mm-hmm. that you used to be cool, right? Like these are words that were used to literally enslave people, degrade people, humiliate people, and that are still being used today. And you know, racism against black people, anti-blackness, still a huge problem, not just in the United States, but even if you're talking about China, like there's there's a lot of um, African immigrants in China, actually, particularly in the Guangdong area, and they face a lot of racism. And so, I don't know. I think overall... I don't want to get too into it because I know that it's like a pretty broad topic and a pretty serious one for a podcast about entertainment, right? But I I was just really upset by that and I I don't know. I don't really know what to do with my feelings on that except to kind of say I don't think that was appropriate and I hope mm-hmm. that I hope that both the television station and Yang Ji uh somehow have someone tell them that that was wrong. So, yeah, I don't know. That's me. Yeah. I mean, I think we all have the same ideas on that. I just feel like on the topic of people not telling them whether or not it's wrong, I don't think a lot of people do know that it's wrong. If you even look at the comments of the videos that they're putting out, Mm -hmm. nobody has mentioned that whatsoever. So it's really not just a problem of him or, um, you know, but it's it's like a general public thing in China, you know, like they don't understand and they don't know the history and they don't get it they just think that it's cool and they want to follow it and it's you know what young people like these days but do they understand the culture do they understand the background no um and is it necessarily their fault i just feel like maybe this is just an ignorance thing obviously i feel like if if to say they do know and if they found out would they stop you know that's a whole other question but at this point i just feel like it's really more of an ignorance thing. And yes, we should voice it out and people should find out and do more research if you're going to, you know, be this big of a show and, you know, but it's kind of a, kind of an iffy topic. Of course, it needs to be said. Yeah. But. I mean, because arguably, you can apply that ignorance argument to most racism in the United right. States too, right? But it's like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't really want to like spend too much time on this because it's a really it's a big problem and it's a problem that requires a lot of really careful thought and so yeah. I think we should email when I waste their Gmail address. I emailed them yeah. like a long time ago. They took like ha- like I think like half a year to respond to my email. By that time I had already forgotten that I had emailed them. We should leave a rude comment. <laughs> we should get their attention. Go to their Weibo account. Leave a sushing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I mean, keep a lookout for it. If you see anything else that's, you know, irritating about that shit, we should make it a point to let a lot more people to say something about it. Because apparently none of the, no one in the comments, I mean, of course, YouTube is for America too. So I'm sure a lot of like Asian Americans are watching this show through YouTube, but yet I still have not seen any comments about it, you know? So, I mean, we could be the first, but that should be something that everybody should be looking out for. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, my wreck and Rex is a little bit like more lighthearted, I'm hoping. <laughs> um, this is kind of like a R wreck and a W wreck at the same time, but it's the same thing. Oh so my. it's a drama. Yeah, it's a drama called Wada Chen Ban Sen, the first half of Half of My Life. Right? So I'm a drama watcher where I can get one drama down to like three days just because That's I'll probably just sit there. I can sit there and just stream it or just like, you know, like skip through like half of it because none of the, like, it's nonsense. I really don't care for it. I just go to the main parts. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 
But um, this drama, I mean, okay, so it's featuring Jing Dong, and the one Ma who Yuni. you didn't know when I said his name last time. <laughs> yes, again, I did not know that you knew him, <laughs> but him, um, and Ma Yuni. So this is like a Du Si. Uh, so it's like kind of career related or like working class related um, I mean it's kind of cool because it's like really relatable and it's real because it's about like a housewife who husband who has like a good husband that works that has a good paying job but then he cheats on him her oh, no. at the workplace with like one of her his um, underlings or whatever and then she goes through divorce and goes through the whole like okay I was a housewife. I did not do anything. Now I'm going to get divorced. Now I don't have money and I don't have a house and I don't have a job. Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Like, so that is kind of like her life struggles becoming more of like an empowered woman and becoming more back into the working class and back into like, you know, being like self-reliant and doesn't have to depend, depend on a man. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I think I felt like that aspect of it was kind of cool because you kind of see more of like empowerment and more, uh, like you know like especially in, in china with like all the women who just really want to marry a rich guy and get over yeah. it with, you know not really care or like those people who are stuck in marriages that are unhappy because their husband is cheating but they can't leave because what's going to happen with my life yeah you know it's kind of like a big issue i feel like mm-hmm. but they're kind of taking it on but the ending is what makes it a w wreck because it doesn't tie any loose ends together it doesn't finalize anything it doesn't like okay so the male the male lead there's three people in this drama right you have the wife Mm -hmm. that got divorced Mm -hmm. you have her best friend who is like this super like um like super successful career woman who sacrificed her entire life to be this person because if you're a woman you have to work twice as hard as a man to get Mm -hmm. to the point of where he is right that's who she is. That's her best friend. And then the guy who is also um, like the most successful person in his career on par with you know her best friend, they're together, right? But throughout the drama, he falls in love with her, the divorcee. <sighs> and then the best friend is left all alone again. Oh, no. So her whole story is that I've worked my entire life to get to this point in my life and I finally want to settle down but I can't anymore because the person that I loved for 10 years of my life oh. decided to fall in love with my best friend, the divorcee. Oh no, that sounds yeah. real messy. Yeah, so the ending is all three of them are alone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like that makes no sense to me. So she's alone because all she has is her career. The divorcee is alone because now she's going to spend most of her life fighting for her career because she didn't for the first half of her life, right? Uh-huh. And then the guy loses his job for some reason and is now, like, on a boat. (laughs) No, you know what I think this is? This is one of those um, dramas that are supposed to give you meanings about life. I think that's what it... Because you know how, like, there's, there's all those, like, youth dramas where in the end they don't end up together and it's some lesson about, like, letting go of your first love or whatever? But then this lesson is telling me that nobody has a happy ending. Depends on your definition of a happy ending. Maybe you have a happy ending if you're on a boat. You're like, I was real <sighs> successful. I made a lot of money. Now it's time to reflect on my life in the middle of an ocean or a river. This or is not lake what I wanted. I just want a happy, fluffy ending, okay? It's all like, See, I got my is- life lessons. 
throughout the drama. I don't need it at the ending. <laughs> That's why you need to watch Oshangju. Okay. That's why you watch、oh、things like that because they're just fluffy and mindless and make you feel happy inside. But I'm not even asking for like a, like a super happy ending. I just want to know whether or not they got together. <laughs> <laughs> But I just feel bad also for the best friend because like like she got nothing at the end of it. She got、yeah. nothing. She got all her all she got was her career. But it's like nobody ever wants just her career because technically she lost her lover and her best friend. Oh, they're not best friends anymore. No. Oh, that's really sad. That's that is really, really sad. sad. Exactly. So, you know, nobody got nothing. Everybody got nothing.、Yeah. Except for the divorcee, because now she has apparently a somewhat fulfilled life. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you've if this has been a trend in the dramas that you've seen recently, but I feel like it's a trend in the dramas and the movies that I've seen recently. Like, you know, you are the apple of my eye was like that.、Um, what is it? The、uh, those fifteen years we waited for migratory birds was like that.、Uh, what is the, the name of that one that I was? Uh, 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 Rush to the dead summer is sort of like that. Like all of these ones where it's like they're like they fall in love. And then something happens, and then they separate, and at the end they don't get back together, or like the, or one of them is getting married or whatever, and then they just realize that oh, you know, we're happier. Like you know, I wish you the best of luck as you live the rest of your life without me. I feel like that's a trend. I hate that trend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said, the first half of like synonymous with this drama, the first half of it was fine, the second half of it was sucky. I'm telling you, there are very few dramas where the first, like where the end, like the last however many episodes is as good as the first five episodes. The first five episodes are where they try to like hook you in so you keep watching it, and so then they have to be extra good. And then they get lazy and don't know what to do and just end it at like a sour note. <laughs> Volleyball lover, Liana. I watched that whole drama <laughs> back when I watched drama. I'm not gonna watch it. You want to watch it sounds, or you don't want to? I do not. That sounds like a waste of my time. <laughs> The first five episodes were pretty good. I'm just saying, first five episodes. It's always、right, the first、buddy. five episodes. Okay. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our podcast this week. As always, thank you for listening. You may have noticed that we've moved from SoundCloud over to YouTube, so、uh, feel free to visit us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel. Otherwise, you can always visit us on our website at thelalashow.tumblr.com. Uh, and follow us on Weibo at a link that is <laughs> provided in our Tumblr because you know it's a string of numbers and letters that I don't remember.、Um, but otherwise,、uh, please stay tuned next Saturday for a new episode of the podcast.